Welcome to your best bets. Thanksgiving week podcast is here. Uh, we've been trying to record this one for at least two weeks. Uh, my my issue with some personal stuff. So we're finally made it around Sunday night of Thanksgiving week, and we're doing this. We are going to talk about uh, over unders in the major golf world. We uh, it wasn't a whole episode, but we ran this in April of 2022. It was pretty much right after Scotty Scheffler won the Masters. And we did over under on like seven or eight players. We're going to expand that out to a full episode and really throw a lot more guys in than we did the first time around. Uh, joining me, of course, is Johnny Strauser and Zach Fitzgerald. Zach, first of all, you're back from your big hunting trip. Um, I've never hunted. Um, people would probably expect me to never have hunted, but uh, sounds like it's right up your alley. You did pretty well. I enjoy shooting guns. Um, growing up, I hunted with my father, so uh, I had I had got a few deer uh, in my teens, and and really hadn't hunted in probably twenty or so years, and got an opportunity to go to Missouri, and was lucky enough to to shoot one and get some meat, which was the goal. So successful trip uh got to hang out with my dad for a while which really i think is the best part of it and uh yeah it was a great time was that was that near the ozarks uh no we were on the north central side so complete opposite i was probably a good four hours away from that st louis is probably like three and a half hours away from where we were and kansas city is probably like 90 minutes i just just needed a reference point one of my favorite shows <laughs> ever yeah, yeah, excellent yeah. show, and excellent and, show. and I've I've driven through there before, and and like seen it, and never really gotten to like investigate much. But it's a beautiful area. I mean, they do a good job yeah. of showing it on the show, and uh, certainly a place I'd like to investigate a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, uh, Ruth, all time, all time TV character ever. Uh, Johnny has no idea because he pretty much doesn't watch television ever. But uh, yeah, Ozark. Strong recommendation there. Johnny, uh, welcome. Um, I have nothing clever to say, but uh, good to see you. Good to be seen. Good to be uh, talking a little bit of golf here. We uh, finally ended the uh, PGA Tour season, um, The I guess the, uh, the, the the fall series or whatever it is, and got the announcement that, uh, that Tiger is healthy and going to play in the hero and uh, presumably the PNC and uh, I'm actually quite excited about the, the, the hero coming up here and, uh, seeing yeah. how he looks. Cause he's been walking, uh, walking a lot of golf with, with his son, Charlie. And, uh, um, you know, looks like he's been grinding away at it and feels comfortable enough to play. So that's cool. That's That's good stuff. Nice little, uh, pre, uh, pre Christmas post Thanksgiving treat that we're going to get here. Uh, and, and Johnny, you asked me last night if this, if our, one topic was truly going to be one, one topic. And I said, yes, but just, just a slight detour with the hero. Did you guys think it's interesting that Xander and Cantley both withdrew their name from the hero and they were replaced? Is there something there? Is there like a smoke where there's smoke, there's fire. Am I looking too far into it? No, I don't think you're looking, I don't think you're looking too far. into. I think they're, 
I don't know if they're defecting to to live. Um, I, I I don't know. I mean, I've I've seen the 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 Twitter or the X rumors that they're they're in in the process of acquiring one guy uh, of pretty good stature. So the fact that they're they're both there there could be something. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I think Patrick Cantley's proven that he is. He is a corporate guy that is going to do what's best for his bank account, and that's basically it. That's that's what he's he's all about. And I think Xander, who he may not have been, he never was perceived as that that way. I think with him being best buds with with Cantley, I think he's kind of he's kind of in that same boat. So you never know. But uh, yeah, it is kind of peculiar that I didn't hear anything about it that they happened to withdraw the same day Tiger committed and everything. And it's like, wow, that's kind of. It's kind of interesting. I think I I think there's more that we're going to see in the coming months, whether it's 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 December or whatever. But you know, gotta think it's it could lead to something. You know, I, I mean, there seems to there seems to be a disconnect somewhere. Uh, ever since Cantlay and Xander were talking about not getting paid enough for the Ryder Cup, which to me, I, I mean, I think they get paid a lot of money, and I'm never going to tell a man that he shouldn't want something or need something, but. The Ryder Cups kind of always seemed like an honor to me, so I didn't even realize that they necessarily got paid for that. I just kind of thought, you know, you made the team and got your hotel and whatnot paid for, and and some sponsorship deals obviously come from that. But I, I was unaware that, you know, they made a certain amount of money for that. So to me, that that would just be an honor to to represent your team. So I'm not sure that money would be my my biggest factor in the Ryder Cup. Right, especially after you just made probably double digits millions like right and johnny and i talked about this the last podcast i think with uh said how much money do you think max homa gains in new sponsorships just by his performance and his charisma it's that's where these guys should be looking i just thought it was interesting because i you know xander and canley can't wipe their own ass without each other so i figured this might be a package deal when if they do leave the tour and go to live it might be might be together um and the only other thing uh, n- besides what we're going to talk about this podcast was uh, crushers gc uh, i saw today they're bringing back their whole championship winning team which i thought was huge um you know paul casey charles howell uh bryson just i'm pretty excited about crushers i'm going to i might see about getting a hat next year for live 24 so, which one was the Richard Bland? What team does he? I don't, he was he the? He wasn't the Crushers, was he? No, the did you see the video the, of him recommitting? Yes, yes, yeah. Like that was like a hostage situation. I thought that was like, dude, just like blink twice if you're, you know, if you've been in, you know, if you're, if your life's in danger or something like that. That was the, that was like the worst Indeed. video I've ever seen and stuff. But uh, I, I was, I was. Very excited for whatever team he signed for because I've been a, you know, I've always been a fan of that team for I don't know twenty thirty years right now so far so just a good re-signing with uh, with Dick Bland. Yeah, Bland even. Yeah, <laughs> I assumed yeah. you guys were making fun of something that you told me was gonna was not gonna last six months. So you know, I'm glad that we're still talking about it eighteen months later. Listen, I said there was there was some air some oh. some airs of what I've said before. I've said I was wrong in certain areas. I, and, I still stand by I some was, of what I said. While, while I was wrong about a lot of things, we we cannot deny the impact this has had on the PGA Tour. The PGA oh. Tour is a shell of what it used to be. 
with with the people that they've lost and and live is nowhere close to what the pga tour used to be either so really it's not been great for golf but at the same time you can't you can't really also say that phil was necessarily wrong about most of the things that he said you know once once lived happened all of a sudden these preferred events and all this money was starting to come around and hindsight being 2020 maybe he didn't go about it correctly but he was correct i mean he's a scoundrel there's no doubt about it but he he's that doesn't make him not right million percent agree million percent agree i can still laugh at some of the live um, sure. i don't know universe sure. type stuff yeah. which by the way which by the way the tgl this stuff i think is hugely laughable and i i'm i mean that's a pga yeah. tour product and i i've i've been shuddering at some of the stuff that's come out like oh this is this is not good the colin morikawa video and there's just a lot of well maybe we should do a tgl episode and be like who is this for because i don't really get who it's for well, you you had made a comment about in a text message between the three of us that the Ryder cup coverage was atrocious and really the only way to save it might be you know a, a nfl sunday ticket or like a red zone type coverage mm -hmm. and i don't disagree with you that but that does that not kind of model what live is doing where they're just showing shot after shot after shot after shot and i don't disagree with you i, I don't think live is better than the pga tour by any means i i still think the pga tour is a better product but if somehow they can come together and bring the good parts of live uh, that they've learned you know maybe a little less downtime maybe a little bit more like i thought that the, your idea was fantastic i mean if you had like a uh a red zone type environment where they're showing all the awesome aspects obviously it's not going to be as many but i think that's a great idea well or like you know red zone and, and with youtube tv not red zone but uh, just sunday ticket with youtube tv you can you can do the the quad box and you can pretty much select your games just think of it like like that for uh, a sunday afternoon on pj tour where you have you know you can say a couple feature groups or i mean in, in some ways espn plus has that now but I, I just want it to be a little bit better package than it is now um um I just got what I needed in the NFL game. Thank you, thank you, thank you, yeah, thank, you thank you, thank you, thank um, you. Congratulations! Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think I think there's a lot to talk about, and there's I, I think with PGA Tour versus there's a lot upcoming. Johnny sent me something on X, um, formerly known as Twitter, that there's there's a lot of question marks that are around the future of certain tournaments with how uh, lucrative these persons have become and what the PGA Tour is asking these tournaments to do. So probably another podcast or two um, for the next month or two, since, you know, golf will be a bit, a bit dead besides the hero. Um, let's get into this though, guys. Um, you know, we first talked about this with, again, in 2022, after Scotty won his first masters. And I think we were just like, okay, hey, let's, Zach hosted that show and he threw out some some uh some numbers for Johnny and I to to go off of and um it was it was a lot of fun but um I, I really looked at everyone's numbers the last week or so where they're at major wise what their age is and um probably set a good a good number for you guys to work off of here 
And, um, you know, I think it's just a good discussion point because we're in, you know, the middle of a lot of these guys' careers um, that have won multiple majors. And it's kind of time to see where everyone's going to end up. Um, who's going to have the most majors of this generation? That's another question. You know, Brooks looks to be like a solid bet at that, uh, you know, right now. But things change quickly in the golf landscape. Um, so. Um, I'm going to surprise you guys by leading off with someone that I didn't expect to lead off with, but in, uh, with what's occurred today at the RSM classic, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least put this guy somewhere in our discussion point. And by the way, we're going to try to do this in a rapid fire fashion. So, you know, a minute on each of these guys, so we can get through a lot. Ludwig, a bear. I have set the bar at one and a half majors. Ludwig A. Bear is 24 years old. I think he is the future, a future number one in the world. I think he's the next European star. One and a half majors over under Zach Fitzgerald. I have not seen him play enough, but I've heard a lot. I know that he strikes the ball well. Uh, if you're saying he's going to be a future number one, that's going to come with more than one major. I will trust you. Uh, considering the bet that you, you just won, and uh, take the over. Okay. Ludwig A. Bear, uh, NCAA champion, Ryder Cup rookie, Johnny, one and a half majors over under. I think I got to lean to the over on this one. I think based on what uh, just what other PGA Tour golfers who've played with him this fall and after he um, he got promoted from uh, from PGA Tour U, the, you know when when collectively guys who are that good at golf talk about another guy who's that good at golf and they say that you know he's head and shoulders above the rest as far as ball striking and, and total game. I mean. You know, it's it's a safe bet to 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 say over. Um, not going to give too many overs, I don't think today. But this one guy, I think that I think the sky is literally the limit. This guy could be, if he wanted to, uh, could be one of the better um, European players. You know, potentially in history based on how he looks. And I and just real quick, I, I won't talk this much on the other guys, but the fact that. The week after the Ryder Cup, he had committed to the uh, the tournament in Jackson, Mississippi, because he wanted to get his PGA Tour card full time. He went there, played in that tournament, and he's played in just about every single event here. So there's a there's right. a commitment that seems to be that he wants to be great, wants to play on this tour, and I I, I think that you know I think we're going to see a budding superstar here. Agree. Um, he's had a couple top fives this fall. I, I don't know where his world ranking is after today, but I think it's probably in the top 40. I mean, this guy just, I mean, he just started playing professional tournaments in the summer. It's, it's, it's a pretty impressive ascension. I think he's a generational driver of the ball. I mean, I watched some of the RSM. I mean, he, he just hits it so good off the tee. And I, I don't even think he's hit his irons that, that particularly great so far. Um, I think he's just going to get better and better. I really do think he, he will be number one in the world at some point in his career. So I'm going to hit the over as well. I, I, I don't know where I'll end up, but um, over one and a half feels appropriate. Next, I have Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith has won one major tournament. He won the 2022 Open. 
course at, at St. Andrews last summer. I've set his over under at one and a half majors. Johnny. I'm going to go under on that. Um, I, I think that's, that's, that's his one and done. Um, it could change if they merge uh, with, with live and allow the guys to play the tour again and everything like that. But I think he got his, he got his bag and I know he wants to do great and everything, but it's so hard to, he's so hard, to, so hard to win major championships and he's not a great driver of the golf ball. And he's a, an ex- excellent putter, but you know, we've seen guys who've putted really, really well in a season and then just, they just can't seem to make them. So uh, I, I pretty safely bet the under. Okay. Zach. Over. You, you can't put as well as he does and not fall into another one. Potentially he's still young. Uh, had you said two and a half, I'd probably take the under, but I do think he just falls into another one with how well he puts. And by the way, if if you guys feel like I'm just way off on a, on a line, you can call me on it. And I, that's, that's fine. Um, I struggle with this one. I, I agree with both of you, but I'm going to side with Johnny overall and go under. There's a little bit of shades of Jason Day to his game. Jason Day 2015, 2016, when Jason Day made everything. And then now Jason Day's made a resurgence, which is great. Um, I guess it's great. Uh, I just, I just, I mean, does, does anyone really like Jason Day? I don't know. I do. Um, of course you do. I just, I just don't, I don't trust Cam's ball striking. He's, he's a very erratic driver. He did improve his iron play quite a bit. Um, I just, to me, that I, the putting just overall, he'll be the best putter in the world for the next couple of years. I just wonder if his window was truly a couple of years. I don't know. I could be way off on Cam. I mean, really like watching him, really fun to watch. And he plays a style that's so different than everyone else um, that I hope he does stick around. He has staying power. But I have my under one and a half. Next, this is my favorite, um, my favorite guy to discuss. Um, Colin Morikawa. he has two major wins. He won the 2020 PGA. He won the 2021 Open. Uh, the last time we did this, Colin Morikawa was one of the guys that was on our discussion list. Zach set him at five and a half majors, and Johnny said well over. Zach said well over. I actually went under. Uh, I believe Johnny, and I quote, I wrote this down, Colin will end up with seven or eight majors for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you got to break the receipts, man. I had to. I was dying. I'm like, wait, what? Johnny, Mr. Mister Conservative handing out majors, he gave Morikawa eight. Um, <laughs> I just, that was, that was a good, that was a good um, exercise to go back in time and look at. All right. So Colin's got two. Um, he's 26 years old. I set his over under at three and a half majors. Zach. I mean, obviously, I'm going over. Still feeling good. <laughs> well, I mean, I think at one point I said he's going to have ten. Uh, he he has to uh, he has to get his putting down, obviously. But again, I, I think that 
that he strikes the ball well enough. Um, I would have questioned his want, but it seems like he's pretty pissed off himself one of the time he's not playing well. So I don't really know that I question that. Um, I'm going to be that guy that says over on most people because you guys are a pessimist and I'm an optimist. So it's, it's kind of always going to be that way. That's uh, not I'm true. going to say that's not uh, true at I mean, all in everything, but my own life. So <laughs> um, I, I would say over. Okay, so you're still feeling Colin overall. I mean, obviously, there's I mean, been a- again, I think if you say like five, maybe we're we're talking then, but I can't go, you know, 18 months ago from, you know, 10 to being scared of three and a half. That's, I'm not willing yeah. to strap it back that far. Is three and a half too low? You think that's one too low for the for the bar? No, I mean, I think it's really hard to win majors. I just think that in my head, I, I have this fascination with more Calvin how well he strikes the ball and the thought that you know golf is like a roller coaster and you know there are times when people struggle and and then there's going to be a period where he gets his confidence back and he's a world beater again for another 18 months and maybe wins two majors in that period so uh johnny where you at last time we talked about more you had him at seven or eight where are you where are you at today i i would Definitely bet the over on that. I still think he's got a couple, and I agree, completely agree uh, with my with Zach's reasoning as well. I mean, you know, you got times in in your life where you're good at golf. You got times in your life when you just can't get shit in the in the hole. And you know, we look at his ball striking numbers, and, and they're 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 as good as they've ever been. It's just he can't convert and can't putt consistently. But you know, I I've always since he came out and and was very successful since he started playing it just he seems like a guy who's smart enough to make adjustments but make smart adjustments not just because you know just because it feels right or or he thinks it feels right i mean he's he's made equipment adjustments as needed and i think it's still there and it's just one of those things that you know what he hit the ball so great um could have won a couple times this year two or three times, I think at least our uh, PJ tour events and he still hits it as good as anybody in, on the planet. So, you know what? I I'm, I'm still confident that he's going to win a couple more. Yeah. Will I back off of eight? Yes, I will. Um, I still think though, if you gave me, I think if you gave me four and a half, that would make it interesting to see if he could get to five but mm-hmm. i think he's going to be one of those guys still that ends i think ends with five or six um throughout the course of his career and with him only being in his mid-20s i mean he's still got time on his side oh, yeah. so you know i know i know guys are just getting better as it, as it goes on but uh i'm i'm still sticking with the over but yeah we're not seven if you give me seven and a half i'm not taking the over like i said before so uh i'll make this pretty sure I'm, i would still go over as well um i would go over three and a half um you know there's definitely some some questions i have with zach you mentioned it. the putting is is streaky it, he may have turned a corner and the end of the year, he just won in the fall. I do feel like there's at times where he's a dome golfer. I don't know if I trust him in conditions. I don't. It's astonishing he won an open, but I think I, what I remember of that week it was pretty calm. Um, mm-hmm. 
Um, it just doesn't seem like he can handle uh, wind and, and those kind of things as well as some other guys. I don't know if that'll hurt him with, over you know the next ten years of majors. Bigger, I mean, strokes gained approach. He's still he's been top five since he's come on tour. That's stayed this way even in the two years where he didn't win. Young enough, seems like he has a high IQ. So, yeah, four seems about right for Morikawa, which is it's a lot of majors. That's a shit ton of majors. Um, next on the list, I have Matthew Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick has won one major. He won the 2022 United States Open. Uh, great, great win over uh, our guys at Will Zalatoris. Johnny and his guy, Will Zalatoris. Let me say that. Yeah. Um, Matt, Fitz, Matt Fitzpatrick is 29 years old. I have him at over his over under at one and a half majors. Johnny. Ooh, one more major. I, if I had to bet my own money that mattered to me, I would bet the under, um, but I would hate that bet. Um, again, like you said, it's hard to win a major. The guy's got the game, and he's a great putter, and he's he's tough as nails. And when he gets the ball going uh, in the direction he wants it to go, when he's hitting it well, he he's a, he's a supreme player. And then having that confidence of – uh, winning that U.S. Open at, at the Country Club there, that's that's something that I, I just, I think, to be a little contrarian, I'm going to say no, but again, I, I, I would, that'd be a stay away bet for me. Um, he could very well win any, really any one of the majors. I mean, he's he can hit it long enough. He can putt well enough. Um, he's cross-handed chipper, but he's a real good chipper of the golf ball, you know, Um under, but 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 not feeling not feeling it. Uh, I'm going to take the under on this. Uh, I I think there's only so oh. many majors to go around. I can't say over for everybody, and um, <laughs> you know, he had some great shots coming down there. Uh, I just don't think that necessarily, and this is hard for me to say as a guy that doesn't have power. I think that that game's a lot predicated on power, and I just don't think that he necessarily has enough to compete at all times. He had, you know, he got his major, um, and he's competed in other ones. But, you know, with the names that I know we have coming up, I'm going to favor them in the majors, certainly over him. Uh, and on a note, uh, I think Aaron Donald just killed Geno Smith. So that uh, was was an insane hit that I just saw out of the corner of my eye. So, but when we're talking about Fitzpatrick, I would go under. But over on Geno Smith's deaths today. Okay, that's good. Geno Smith is definitely in the tent. And I bet that was one of the most terrifying things of his life, looking up and seeing Aaron Donald moving that fast towards you. Wasn't it the game earlier this season when, when Geno saw Aaron Donald coming at him and he said like, oh shit, or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Near death experience earlier in the season that now finally came. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm just, I'm a, I only have one game on on my my side side view, and we know what that one is. Um, Chris McCaffrey is on the number; he cannot lose the yard, so this is not over. Um, I have been, I have I have Matt Fitzpatrick at under one and a half majors as well. I think I think he's a world class player. He's become um, 
really well-rounded and a better player than I ever thought he'd be. I, I, I do think it's it was his one moment. Um, and I hate saying that a guy that's under 30. Um, I just don't know how his game translates to like a Masters and a PGA. Uh, maybe there's an open where he can, he can figure out a way to win. Um, and, and kind of where I land on Fitzpatrick. Um, next, this is, this is always one of the most fun guys to debate. Um, Jordan Spieth. Um, Jordan Spieth has won three majors. He won the 2015 Masters. He won the 2015 U.S. Open. And he last won the 2017 Open um, when he literally just pulled stuff out of his ass on the back nine. Um, Jordan Spieth is 30 years old. I have his over-under set at three and a half majors. Zach, you're up. I think he's going to win another one. Um, another guy that's just kind of cool as a cucumber a lot of the time and knows how to win them. Uh, obviously, was on a tear when he was younger. Uh, I made some comments stating that I think he's going to win more than Rory back then, and and I still don't know that I, I disagree with that. I would have thought he'd have been ahead of him by now, and then he kind of went through that lull. But if you're going to say that he has to win one more – and I have to bet I'm going to take that he's going to win one more. Most of these guys, if you tell me they're going to have to win one more, I'm going to say that they're going to win one more. They're too good. It's, it's hard for me to say they're not going to win one more. Sure. I want to talk about that in a second. Uh, Johnny, I want you to go first. Over under three and a half. God damn it. I was hoping you wouldn't call on me on this one. Jordan winning one more. I want to believe it so bad, and I want – I would if – I, if I had to bet it, I would bet it on the over just so I could root for him. And I, I really do think he'll win another green jacket at some point. I think he's got one more in him. But if if I'm if – I'm, if my bankroll, if, I, if I'm concerned about that and it's not just a fun bet, I'm, I'm going to bet the under. Sorry, Jordan. Wow. Sorry, Jordan. He just uh, and, and and I'm hoping he just went real quick. I hope he proves me wrong because, but he's he's shown though over the last couple of years that he just can't put 72 holes together, whether it's a PGA Tour event or whether it is a major championship. And he plays a lot of great golf, but this is kind of who Jordan is. And if he gets back to where he's making every 25 footer that matters, like he did for that uh, you know year or two stretch. I mean, then, yeah, he will win. But, I mean, you can't really bank on that. And he just – he's real crooked with the driver, and he hit the ball great last year with his irons. His approach game was pretty good. And his putting was just, you know, he, he gets a little bit stubborn with that in his set in his ways, and he's a good putter. That's why. But, you know, yeah. I, I want to believe it, but for the sake of the podcast, I'm going to bet the under. Can you imagine winning three majors by 24 and then – going over the next 20 years or so. No. That's, that's basically what you're saying. Um, that's what I'm saying. Is, is three and a half the right number? I mean, I think it's the right number, right? I mean, we're just at the point now is he's going to win another major. It's, you know, not a, it's a bit of a foreshadowing. It's kind of where I'm at with Rory, where his number is going to be. Um, I have speed over three and a half and I don't feel good about it at all for a lot of the reasons Johnny outlined, like, 
he he just hits it into places that no one else, no other top players do. A couple times a tournament, and uh, you guys know in majors that that you can't you just can't afford to do that kind of stuff. He also has developed this this liability with four footers. Um, I trust him much more over a twelve footer. Then if it's a four footer, yeah. I, I I am nervous. I am really nervous, and um, I don't I don't want to call it yips, but it's just like he we've seen him miss a lot in those last two three years. Um, Augusta always sets up great for him. Still plays it great. Um, I don't. I just can't. I can't. To me, it's like two majors a year for Jordan because I just don't see how he wins a U.S. Open or PGA with how his game is constructed. And how these golf courses um, they're they're rolling out for the opens and, and PGA are, are now. Uh, so to me, it's uh, the Masters of the Open that it's the only ones I could see him pulling off. But I, I do think he bags one somewhere down you know the next two, three, four years, and it would be great because I think we all love Spieth. But I didn't think we'd be here with him after after that yeah. 2017 Open. Not, I mean, it's not at all. Yeah, you just you just kind of think these guys aren't going to lose majors after they 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 go on a run, and then then they can't win them. And uh, Rory said it great when he said he feels like he's trying to win his first one again because it's been that long. Yeah. Um, and Zach, I know. So I wanted to follow up. You mentioned, you know, you said over on speed because these guys gotta they gotta pick them off right. There's just all these guys though that. You know, Nikolai Hogard won today, and he's another European player that's, I think he's 22, and he's got all the talent in the world. And um, there's ton, there's so many of these guys. There's, you know, Ludwig Aberg and, or Aber, and uh, there's a bunch of American, a, a bunch of American guys that I have in a category later on that have zero. I, I it's just, it's hard to anticipate who's going to be these guys that take the next step to become top five players that, you know, are gonna. It's gonna be harder and harder the older these guys get, especially Rory in his mid thirties already. Um, and we could talk about that as we go forward here, um, picking names off. Um, next, I have uh, Victor Hovland next on the list. Victor Hovland currently has zero, zero major wins. Um, Victor is twenty six years old. He is arguably the best player in the world right this second. I don't know if anyone would disagree with that, or at least he's in that he's in that four that foursome that we look at. Um, not a not a great great major record until the last four or five majors. I have his over under set at one and a half majors. Johnny, I'm going to take the over on that one. Um, I was thinking two. I was thinking two. He'll be able to snipe to, I think he's just that good. He's learning how to play good golf at big time events and he's getting himself in the mix more and more. And I think he, he, as long as he works to peak his game for the, the, the four major championships, I got to think that at some point within his career in the next 18 to 20 years that he can win two of those. Um, I think if you put it at two and a half, I, I would probably bet the under, but he showed, I think you, you would agree, but I think he showed both of us, uh, a lot with, you know, traditionally being having a bad short game, uh, a really kind of scary short game and 
he he's turned it into being average at least at, at at worst an average chipper of the golf ball and you know he he just he puts so good and he makes so many birdies and he hits so many good iron shots and mm-hmm. i i think he kind of had uh he had that coming out party when he won at uh he won memorial this year and end up you know getting hot in the playoffs and everything i think it, that he's going to win here soon um and i, I I'm, I'm predicting two Zach, where are we at? Oh, over for sure. He's going to win more than two. Uh, his attitude is really kind of the best part of his game. He's he's kind of got that that northern European cool swag, you know. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for him, I think he's definitely over one and a half. It'd be hard to say right this moment that they under with how well he's playing and. Uh, the big tournaments he won in the second half of the year. So I'm with you guys. I- I'll go over. Um, Johnny. So, I- so okay. Well, I just want to oh, – were, were you going on about Victor? I had one more question to ask you about. I was just going to say, you said it best with his short game. Yeah. That he's made just a substantial weakness, at least average, where now – it's not going to hurt him. You know, it doesn't, it has, it didn't hurt him this year. And his game is so great everywhere else that he doesn't have a huge liability out there. And majors tend to find what you're bad at and they really kind of make it shine. You know, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, whatever, whatever you're not good at, it shows up the most during a major tournament. So, okay, yeah. Well, what I was going to ask you is the, I think the bigger question with Victor is there's 16. Uh, 16 major championship rounds next year in 2024. The over-under is set at, we'll say, over-under 11 and a half terrible outfits that he will wear. He will have to wear. Jesus, I thought it was going to be like a like a DraftKings bet. It was already out there, like in the books, like over-under. Like Oh, no, 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 no. He's a couple majors. No, he just – and the funny thing is he – he, could he could care less? He just cash and checks and play, you know, making birdies. That's about all he cares for. But and, yeah, at least he said that, right? Like it's he put it out there. Like I, I wouldn't wear this if I wasn't paid. Um, yeah, and they, he, I think they asked him one time as he was finishing around, walking down the steps after the score table, and he was just like, "Tell whoever, uh, I don't give a shit." Yeah, <laughs> what what anybody it, says. You know, okay. some of them have gotten to the. It's so bad, it's good. Yeah. I, I don't really, mind. It's just something different. You know, it's just, you know, too many, there's for the last, you know, it's different now, but yeah, style has, yeah. was very bland. Not Richard bland, just bland. Um, next. Oh, one of our favorites, probably maybe the favorite guy of all three of us. I think Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas has two majors. He won the 2017 PGA. He also won the 2022 PGA last year. Um, Sorry, I'm getting Justin Thomas's age here. I think I know it, but I have to just double check. Justin Thomas is 30 years old. I have his over-under sets at three and a half majors. Zach, where are we at with JT? By the way, biggest slump of JT's career. He's 
he's in the middle of it somewhere. Maybe he's he's emerging from it. But that's that's where we're at right now talking about JT. So this is this is tough to decipher at this moment in his career. Mm-hmm. This one's hard. This is the hardest one so far for me. Um, and by the way, when we did this eighteen months ago, the the number that Zach set for us was three and a half. So we're still right at the same number, yeah. I think. I still think it's over personally. I do. I mean, he's too young. He's too hungry. Um, just another guy that cares a lot and, and, and he's proven that he can come from behind. Uh, he's proven that he can win from ahead. So I, I'm going to say over to everybody, but, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick. Over, uh, yeah, oh, that guy. And, well, I mean, I do like him. I just, Every person you've said so far has, other than him, has a, a specific power that they have that I just, I think Fitzpatrick's more of kind of like a, a well-rounded guy. I think Fitzpatrick could, if he wins another one, it's going to be like, I think, a tournament that that's won it like even or over par where he kind of grinds his way to to out not mistaking everybody, which in, in its own right is fantastic. I mean, that's a great way to win a golf tournament, but... Uh, if we're basing, I, I would have to put my money on power and and somebody winning the tournament instead of, I guess that's the way winning the tournament. But uh, I would say over for JT at three and a half, and and it's completely possible that he doesn't win another one. But if I was to bet, I would say over. What what major fits him best? I mean, I, I obviously PGA. I mean, that's where he's had the most success. Um, I guess outside of the PGA, I mean, what's what is it? We we always think the Masters, but he has really shit the bed there the last couple of years. Um, he's never contended in an Open, um, U.S. Open. I really can't remember him contending in one other than Aaron Hills and when he shot Aaron Hills, yeah, you know, at the Greater Milwaukee U.S. Open. So three three and a half. I would, is the number? I would say the Masters. The Masters is his best opportunity other yeah. than yeah. the PGA. Yes, three and a half. Where are you at, Johnny? I'll probably go. I'm going to go above it just because because of his age. But he's going to have to. He's going to have to fire his dad as the swing coach, and he's going to have to have someone else look into his game a little bit, especially his short game. Also, it's the putter that 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 seems to be the worst there. I mean, his long game is pretty. His driver, his, his driver's really fallen off though too. It has, and I, you know, I know, you know, it's a, that's a tough, it'd be a tough discussion to have and everything like that. You know, when your dad's been your only teacher and everything like that. But I think he just needs needs a different look. I, I liked when he went to Jim McKay as his caddy. You know, that's that's something that's uh, that's working itself out and everything like that. But you know, I think he's just he's too good. He's just he's legitimately too good not to figure out a way to get hot and, and you know and, and win two more in the next 15 years 12 to 15 years it's just you gotta find a way to get to two now i don't i don't know if he's gonna win i wouldn't say any more than that if, if at all but i think a u.s open is probably his best chance but you know there there is that propensity for errors and you know getting too precise with golf shots and, and uh, missing greens totally and, and trying to get real 
exact on putts and missing putts. So it's just like, you know, it's just a tough all around thing. I think he gets in his own way sometimes. And so I think he just needs to kind of, kind of reset with a lot of different things in his golf game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we've seen a couple encouraging finishes in the fall. Um, just last week. Um, World tour, nice finish. Uh, at a Napa, at a Napa before the Ryder cup, he played well. Um, He's almost completely lost my trust. Where and I, I know because he just won one six seven majors ago, but I don't know. I mean, I I, I think that on one hand, and on the other hand, where I I think nobody wants it more than him. Like I really think he wants to be the best player in the world and he wants to win all these majors. So I, I don't know where I stand, but I think I'm going to fall on the under. JT and I can't believe I'm saying it. I'd be just wow if he ended up with less than three and a half. But there's just not there's just not enough there to make me feel optimistic and confident he's going to bag two majors in the next ten years. Um, he's largely been on tour for ten seasons and he's got two. And um, one of them took. I mean, one of them he basically had a one percent chance on the front nine. Um, at the 22 PGA, and it took six, seven guys. Choke! I mean, gonna channel my Johnny Miller and Paul Singer, but just, just choking it, really. Um, uh, you know, if 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 Mina Pereira makes any kind of good swing or good decision on the ATT, uh, JT doesn't look good. Yeah. But, so that's where I'm at. Uh, JT is going to end up with less than three and a half majors. Uh, next on the list is the, as of right now, arguably the greatest uh, majors player of our generation, uh, Brooks Kepka. Brooks has won five majors: the 2017 U.S. Open, 2018 U.S. Open, the 18 and 19 PGA, and the most recently the 23 PGA. Um, a lot of a lot of questions. Around Brooks, always, no matter what. Before he won the twenty-three PGA, it was can he get back? Can he win? And then he does. And um, you know, before that, it was injuries. Pretty injury-prone guy, it seemed like. But this is as healthy as he's been for a few years. He's thirty-three years old. I have his over/under set at six and a half majors. Johnny, I'll start with you there. He's got. He's got how many? Got five. Fiver. Got five, six and a half. I'm gonna go under. It just, uh, yeah. I mean, it, that is like a scary bet, though, is to bet Brooks against Brooks Kepka in a in major championships. Can and, I uh, can, can can I recite something you said at the the last podcast? Sorry, you got all the one liners. Uh, Zach set Zach set the bar at five and a half majors for Brooks in. Uh, spring of 22 and you took the under and you said um, you can set this at four and a half majors. I would take the under Brooks Kepka winning majors. Yeah. That whole thing is done with. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, I mean, in, in my defense, he was very, very, very not healthy and I wasn't sure it was it's looking just, I just, at that. It time was, it's it was just looking. fun to give you shit now. Uh, yeah, I know. 
Wow. Exactly. I, even, I even I even gave you a better you the book a better number and took the under. That's that's even yeah, better there. You, but, you took the alternate um, line. <laughs> I I think I, I think he could win another one, which I, I thought you were gonna give me five and a half and I was still gonna go with the under. But if you're gonna give me a one major buffer to win this bet, I, I would bet the under but wouldn't doubt that he would he would win again. But I mean, he w- after Augusta this uh, this last spring, you know, when he was healthy and everything, and and went toe to toe with John Rahm for you know almost the entire round, it was or the, the entire tournament. It was like, okay, this this guy is back, and when he's healthy, and then just bullied everybody at uh, at the PGA. So you know what, I'm I'm going to bet the under, but I'm uh, I, I'm going to say he does win another one at some point. You haven't finished at six. Haven't finishing at six, which is one of the best of all time. I mean, for sure. And just one of the most unique careers with the major wins versus the lack of PGA Tour wins. Um, Zach, where where are you going to fall in this one? Over or under six and a half? I give too many majors away. I, I think he won seven personally, so I'm gonna say over. I I think he's wow. gonna end up with more than anybody on the list that we talk about when it's done with, um, whether that's seven or eight. But I I do I do think it's the only thing that motivates him. I mean, he does have a kid now, so you know that that could hurt him. But mm-hmm. uh, it's the only thing that motivates him. He doesn't care about anything other than the majors, and it's the same way that Tiger honestly feel felt about it, and you know it's the same way that Jordan honestly felt about basketball. Is everything didn't really matter until you got to the playoffs. So, people with that attitude, I have trouble betting against. I have trouble obviously betting against everybody, but uh, you're so optimistic. You're so positive. Yeah, correct. That's correct. Uh, Well, I bet if we go over mine, most of mine are going to say over, and most of your guys are going to say under. So. Zach, do you know how many players have won more than seven majors? In, uh, in I know that I believe that the number is below ten, undoubtedly. Mm, I yes. would say six, maybe. It is six. There's six guys that have won eight or more: Tom Watson, Gary Player, Ben Hogan, Walter Hagen, Tiger Woods, Jack Nicklaus. So, Brooks Koepka, you have him finishing up with the seven most majors in history of golf. It's it's not far fetched at all. That's why the number I set the number where it was, where he's at now, five majors at age thirty three. Um, he's the key is he's got the exemption to play them uh, the next few years uh, as a live player. That's that's important. Um, I was I just it was like vintage Brooks at the the PGA this year when he got the lead and you kind of felt like he just had a stranglehold on on the tournament from Saturday onward and that felt like 2017 2018 Brooks um so now that we've seen that he can do it uh, that gives you confidence that it's still in there and uh like you said as long as he's in reasonable form at the time of these four events a year I I, I have no doubt he can win one more I'll I'll settle he, on the under <laughs> have coming right now. I'm gonna settle on the under Six and a half. I, I have him settling some at uh, six as well. Um, 
it does feel like maybe he should win a Masters. He's been really close two times. Uh, uh, might be fun to see him win that one. Um, yeah, that's 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 the guy. That's the the benchmark right now, and uh, he's he's setting the bar. Next, I have John Rahm on my list. Um, John Rahm has two majors. He won the 2021 U.S. Open and the Masters last spring. Um, currently, John Rahm is he's 27. He's so oh, he's 29. 29 years old. Um, I have the over under for John Rahm majors set at four and a half. Zach Fitzgerald. John Rahm Majors, over under four and a half. I'm going to take the under, although I mean I think he's going to win more than that. But uh, I I would take the under on this. I think that I think that two is fair to be able to safely bet that he's going to win. Uh, three more is hard. Um, that I think that's the most that that you've made anybody win to hit the number. So. Um, you're kind of getting more at the numbers where it's it's hard for me to just assume that on raw town alone they're going to be able to win three more so uh i would take the under on that that's really tough that's a good this is a good number that's a great number like i was i was hoping you would take i would hope you, you were giving me five and a half because I, I i would have i'm thinking five five okay. was like the number i I just think the guy is, I mean, so good that they're all so good, but he's that much better when he, when he's playing good. And it's hard not to go off of the, the, I guess the recency bias of how we played this 2023 season and, and, you know, won won the masters and everything. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking five and I don't know which majors he'll win. Again, I don't know what, but I think he can kind of play anything. I didn't think yeah, he, uh, he sets up good everywhere. Yeah, and and that's why I think that as long as he's hitting the ball well, and he's he's got a putter that he feels comfortable with, that he putted great with at the beginning of the year, and I know he kind of tailed off and everything, but he played a lot early in the season and and rode that good play and everything. Um, but five is five stuck with me earlier this season so that's that's going to be my prediction um and i don't know which one he won't win because he's already got the us open that's that's kind of it almost feels like i I don't know if it's the hardest because it may not be you know the masters is is what it is but he i don't know just it just feels like five Yeah. yeah i I, I I set the number myself and I waffle between four and five because four, it just seems almost not enough for how good he is and his game just it just translates to any golf course and it, it seems like he's he's kind of figured out the mental side of it a little bit more the last couple of years and yeah I mean he started this year's Masters with a double bogey. Um, and he goes on to win. I mean, I don't know if John Rahm from 2020 he was able to do that. Um, uh, I'll, I'm going to quote myself on when we talked about John Rahm uh, in spring of 2022. 
I, I believe the number was set at two and a half majors. And uh, I don't know, it was set at three and a half majors. And I took the under and I said, I quote myself, I don't know what it is. I just don't know if John Rom has it in majors. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's one of the worst things I've said on the podcast. Um, I'm gonna, I am gonna land at four. I, I'm gonna go under, but I, I, I hate it. I, I'd hate it at the Masters next year if he wins. Um, but five is just, it's a lot. I also think it's an interesting subplot between Rory and Brom. I think one of them, and maybe maybe it's going to be both of them, but I think there's this competition to be the greatest European player. Ever. Um, you know, I think probably yeah. large, largely Seve has that unofficial title. Um, I I think he's the guy. I, I guess Nick Faldo might be. It's probably one of those. It's one A, one B situation. Um, but I think there might be this quest for Rory and Rom to get to that six major mark seven major mark and to be kind of known as, as the greatest European golf forever. Um, and who knows, maybe that's not a thing, but I, I think it's worth monitoring over the next few years. Rob's six years younger than Rory, a um, couple majors behind, but man, Rob seems motivated and he talks a lot about focus on the majors. He passed up TGL, I think just to have more rests for the big tournaments and uh he just seems to have unlocked something that apparently i never thought he would unlock uh 18 months Not last year nope next i have scotty scheffler on the list um scotty scheffler has won one major the 2022 masters um scotty is playing out of his mind um, especially this year, Tina Green, 27 years old. I have his over-under set at three and a half majors. Um, when we did this last year, Zach set it at four and a half, which seems kind of rash considering he just won his first. Um, Johnny said, I don't know if we'll ever see Scotty play this kind of golf in his career again. Um I think he had did that in 23, although we know he underachieved, at, at least from a winning standpoint. Zach, where are you at with Scotty? Over, under, three and a half. Under. Uh, does not put well enough. Does not put well enough. Um, I think we all know that they, there are certain players that we talk about on this that you two are very bullish on, and and I'm not. Uh, I do like him. I think Will's outsource. He's a great player. I, I like him as a person. I don't think he's great for, for golf. So um, but I can't give everybody an over and he's getting it on. So I do think he'll win another one, undoubtedly. Uh, but I do not think he'll win another two, or I don't think he'll win another three for sure. So um, but I do think I said for sure that's a terrible thing to say, but and then that gets brought up on a podcast in 18 months from now when he has six. But um, so I would go under. That's a lot. Three more. That's a lot. Zach, I don't. I didn't write your name down as saying anything ridiculous. So it was apparently just Johnny and I. <laughs> I 
I mean, I say enough ridiculous shit not on camera, so. Uh, Johnny, three and a half. What do you got uh, for Scotty? I'm gonna I'm gonna nuke the under on this one. I, I would I, I don't think he's ever gonna win another major. I, I think I, I think his putting whoa, whoa. Yeah, I don't think he's ever gonna win another major. I just don't Holy don't think shit. he's gonna win one. Now when now next, you know after you know, mid April next year we can revisit this when he's probably gonna win another green jacket, but he is that bad of a putter and there's just it's one of those things that but is he though is he yeah. that bad yeah because he wasn't yeah. that bad his first couple years on I, I, I don't think I bet you he was and from every time I watched him that's why I, I personally I, I mean I personally never I always liked Scotty because I always thought he was a pretty good player I never bet the guy because he just he couldn't he couldn't putt. He was always a really good ball striker. Then he became you know having one of the best ball striking seasons in the history of the world last year, and and still really couldn't win much for a good chunk of the year. I mean he hit the ball well enough where you'd think he could win three times, four times, you know. And I know this is different than you know ten years ago on tour when if you did hit it that way you could get away with it and win, you know, three, four, five times a year. But, you know, it's just the putting. It's just, I, I think that streak that he had was an anomaly for him where he just putted well for a good two month, three months. I don't even know how long it was. I mean, it was a long time. It's a good sustained run. And I know that he won, um, you know, he won uh, uh, Phoenix last year. Uh, at, you know, he, de he defended that and everything like that, but, you know, he, I he have won, no. He won the players too this year. He did win the players. And he so, didn't. Yeah, he didn't two... put well there, and he won by like five. Yeah, I I know, but the, the I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you a little bit on this one because that's fine. Um, so go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, no. Please, please. Um, I'm I'm I've you've you've been on this podcast a lot. And I, this is, I'm flabbergasted. I'm going to use that word. I, by you stating definitively he's not going to win another major, I'm, I'm astonished because to me, um, his ball striking is just so superior. To, I mean, even to the, even to the best guys, it's just that much better. And I just don't, I just don't believe he's going to put that poorly again, like he did last season. Um, sure, I don't think he's going to putt like he did maybe ever again, uh, like he did in the spring of 22 when he won four times and however many starts. But I just don't think he's going to putt that badly again. And I, I trust that his ball striking is at least going to be in some, some of the same vicinity it was in this year. Um, second best ball striking year only to Tiger 2000. I mean, that's how good it was, and that's how good he is capable of hitting the ball. And Unless he puts average at a major, like a U.S. Open, where it plays tough, I mean, I'm just going to trust that ball strike. You know, it's going to at least win one more. I got him. I got him at three. I, I have him ending at three. I took the under on three and a half, but I, I have him winning two more somewhere down the road. Yeah, I, I agree. No, no, you're not. You're not wrong at all by assuming. Yeah, just putting, putting average there. But I, I, there's a lot of times last year when it felt like he needed to make putts or get save around or stay in contention and it's just not there and and i'm i you know 
if he could just, you know, we've always talked about guys who hit the ball really great, just be an average putter, you know, have, you know, those Thursday morning times when nobody's really watching or, or, you know, you got a late afternoon Friday putt to, to keep the momentum of making three birdies in a row or something like that, you know, to post a 67 or something like that, you know, those are the types of putts that, that they, they're, I know they're measured in, in strokes gain, but they're, there's a little bit different to them because there's a little bit more with the nerves and everything. And he, he has, other than that, that stretch of, of, you know, above average putting when he won all those events there, it just hasn't been there, but you know, ages on his side, it's one of those things he just maybe switching putters. Maybe it's changing his approach. It's, it's something it's mental. It's not anything physical with his, with his game. And you hope that these unreal ball striking numbers that he's had for that this longest time. And hopefully he has it for a number of years. They, they get rewarded with major championships and a lot of wins, but uh, you know, there's not a whole lot of equity other than the couple of events based on the second greatest ball striking season of all time was only a player's championship and an elevated event, but it wasn't much in contending for the majors or, or anything like that. So I don't like to root against guys, but, you know, my money, I'm I'm betting the under, and I would have trouble. I'd have trouble betting him to win a major ever again. And I know you're going to write this down for when we revisit this next year. So you know that's that's fine. And I'll face I'll face the music if uh, if he ends up winning. I I hope he does prove me wrong, but not happening. And, and he did contend, and I mean he was he was right there at the U.S. Open, the final round. I remember going to the final round. He was right. He was. It was basically between him, Rory, yeah. Fowler, Fowler, and, and Wyndham. I just want to dispute that a little bit. Um, I'll, I'll, I'm okay. I'm interested on, on monitoring this, and I'm going to go dig into some Scotty Scheffler's putting stats uh, year by year tonight. After we get done with this, I got I got to look into this a little more. Um, Zach's yawning, so we got to move on here. Um, okay. Rory McIlroy. <laughs> Is next on the list. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I skipped ahead. Oh. Next on the list is uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Hmm. Bryson has one major. That is the 2020 United States Open. Bryson is 30 years old. I have his over under a major set at one and a half. Zach, go ahead. Even though I know what your answer is going to be, I'm going to say under. I, I don't think Bryson's going to win another one. Um, I didn't expect that either. I just don't think that he is. I mean, I, I can't, obviously, if he has an insane day driving the golf ball, but, you know, uh, the harder you swing, the more offline it gets. And are you going to have four straight days where you're connecting for four straight days? Uh, I don't think he will. So, no, I don't. I don't see him winning another major. I, I think he had the promise to be something truly special when he came out and then he chased distance and I think to a detriment, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, it's cool. He's popular amongst the kids and and all that. And, and I don't dislike him in the way that I think a lot of people do, but uh, I, I don't think that I don't think he's going to win another major personally. Johnny, I 
Okay, first of all, this is going to be a stay away from bet for me because I don't really know. Um, but thinking about it, though, um, let's just look at uh, you know the the live schedule. If they still are not allowed to play in PGA Tour events, I think the big thing for Bryson is you got to kind of keep his brain occupied by playing in a lot of events. I think that's where he succeeds is playing a whole bunch of golf and and not worrying about. Uh, doing his, you know, doing like the YouTube videos with uh, the long drive ball speed chase and that stuff. And, and that's where he, I think that's where a lot of that, if he lived golf play came from was his other side ventures, which were very important to him. And I think that stuff is very interesting. I'm not being critical at all of that. I think that stuff is kind of cool. And I like how he, he does and tries to be more relatable just to the common person, to younger people and everything like that. But I think with him, he's got to play a lot and with live, not offering that and him not needing or wanting to travel to Asia and play in, you know, those events that he's allowed to play in there. It's hard for him to get reps. And, and, you know, he went on the live tour um, this last season. So the game is, is obviously as a potential and everything like that, but I just question the off weeks with him. I hope that, I think he's fascinating and I will root for him when to, to win again. Cause I think he's one of the few guys in this world that when he is good at golf and succeeding and everything that he makes things interesting and, and his relevance is very, very important to the, the success and notoriety of golf and everything for a lot of different aspects. But betting wise, if I had to bet, yeah, I'm going to bet the over. I think he will win because I think there's going to be some sort of combination in the next 10 to 15 years that he's going to be allowed, him and the live golfers are going to be allowed to play. And I think that's going to be to his benefit. Now, in the meantime, in the next couple of years, as this is all being sorted out, I, I would say it's going to be a zero. And is he, you know, is he essentially wasting the prime, you know, years of his life as far as being good at golf? Yeah, that that's going to be the case. But I think he's just, he's got the mental ability. Obviously, he's a smart guy. He's got the mental ability to to put himself in a position to succeed. I, I hope he does because, like I said, he makes he makes things just a lot more interesting. Even if it's a stupid press conference or dumb answers to questions or, or just a horrible commercial or interview or something like that. It's just, he is one of those guys that needs to be on tour and for... For golf's sake, he makes Twitter golf Twitter fun because he's a good subject to talk about and very interesting. So long story, even longer, I'm not going to bet it. I would probably bet the over over the course of the career because I think he'll eventually play and win. But, you know, I could see both ways, though. I could see Zach, you know, agree with him and say it could end up being, you know, no more going off going forward. Appreciate that answer. I. I am going to go over on Bryson. Um, well, he he really took apart the 2020 Open, the U.S. Open. I mean, he really did. Um, and I know his game is maybe a little different than what it was three years ago. I actually think it's closer to where it was when he came out on tour. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, the he really played well on Live this year um, from what I understood of it um and read about i didn't see it but i it sounded like his iron game was was closer to where it was in 2016 17 18 and um 
I, I, he's got he's got the major exemption from the U.S. Open. I believe that gets him through all the majors through 25, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he played really well in the majors last year. Um, I believe it was the PGA where I think he was in the top five for most of the week. Um, I, yeah, I, I just, I don't know why I, I have a feeling he's going to bag one. I, I, another U.S. Open or PGA would be, I think be his best bet. I don't, I just, for whatever reason, the masters isn't a, isn't a great fit for him. Um, but I, I, I just, I don't know. He's a smart guy. He really, you know, studies these courses and where he can find an advantage. Um, and I think his game will, it just seems like it's rounded into a nice place where he can compete in majors again. So I'm, I'm, I'm in on Bryson on the over at one and a half. Um, this one should be a quick one. I believe Dustin Johnson is currently at two majors. He has a 2016 U.S. Open. He has the 2020 Masters. Um, Dustin is 39 years old. I have his over-under set at two and a half majors. Johnny? Under. I, I love that. I love DJ. Nothing against him. The, all of what you said doesn't play. Unfortunately, it's going to be an under. Yeah. That. I'd bet I would bet under. Yeah. Sweep on that one. Uh, definitely have Dustin on the under there as well. All right, let's get to Rory. Rory has four majors 2011 US Open, 2012 PGA, 2014. Open Championship, 2014 PGA Championship. Uh, Roy McIlroy is 34 years old. Um, I have his over-under set at four and a half majors. Zach, can over. Rory win one? Over. Is that is that an appropriate number? Should it be five and a half? Five and a half. Five and a half. I think number. five and a half is a better number. I mean, I I but, but don't why? know how you could uh, well because how could you? He he has just as much talent as anybody in the world. So how could you ever bet against one more? I mean, because he's one for, more. He's zero for thirty in his last thirty. That's why the number is four and a half. Probably has another thirty left. So you're saying that that he's going to go zero for sixty, which percentage wise, honestly, does not make sense. So. I'm going to play the percentages on that and, and say that he's far too good to to not win at least another one. Yeah. Five and a half, you're probably going to get me thinking harder. I'm still probably saying over. But you're he, he's going to go on a tear for another like year or two. Because once he wins he is, one... He has absolutely been on a tear for the last two seasons. I mean, major-wise. I mean... You know that that's obviously like the brick wall that he's hit at the moment. You know, and and you know the thing is, is Tiger won another one after like eleven years, and the difference is, is Tiger was a broken human being when he won that, and Rory's not broken, you know, physically. So um, I do think Rory, if and in my opinion, when he wins another one, I do think he's going to run off a couple now. I don't really like Rory anymore. If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't. I don't think he we, under, we understand more on golf and keep his mouth shut a little bit more. But but that doesn't deny the fact that he's a good golfer. And and if he does not win another major, it's potentially one of the biggest disappointments in golf history. So, yeah, my opinion. Okay, 
All right, Johnny, I, I assume you're on the over as well by your reaction. Yeah, well, four and a half, I'm going to go over. Five and a half, I'd have to think about it. And I'm going to say, he, yeah, he's going to win. Um, and I, I've, I've been doing some research on this because I know this was going to be one of my more long-winded answers here. And I was like, you know what? I've heard he's listened to Zach Fitzgerald and he's going to shut his mouth. He's going to stop yeah. it. He he resigned from the uh, the player advisory council, I think is what it was, yep. tour board there. That is huge. I, he finally said, you know what? If you're going to negotiate this deal without and, and have me be the face of the tour, screw you guys. I'm just going to focus on my golf. And I think that's going to be the biggest thing. We look at all the shit that he's dealt with. Whether you know, we could say it's self-inflicted. Let's not who we can. Let's not worry about the why it's there. All the stuff that him being the face of the tour um, was just all the added stress and, and extra media attention. Everything that he's not going to be like that anymore. They're going to ask him stuff this next year, and he's not going to be super pro PGA Tour. He's just going to be more concerned with his golf game and with him winning golf tournaments and with him winning major championships. So I think you're going to give him this off season here where he's going to mentally recharge his batteries. He's not going to care about, you know, all the stuff that's going on and not going to give you these, you know, beautiful answers, these, these uh, well thought out answers that he's given before. And he's going to focus on his golf. And I think it's a big deal for him. I know he's talked about, you know, it's like he has to win a major all over again like he's never won. That is absolutely true. But you look at it and you look at his finishes from last year, he played really, really good. Played so well in the major championships. He won the race to Dubai, which is the DP World Tour Championship. Didn't even have to play in Dubai this week to win it. I mean, he had clinched the points based on his finishes in all the qualifying events there. So I predict he will win one. 2025 at Royal Port Rush in Northern Ireland. Now the question is, is he going to win the Open Championship this year at Troon? Um, I haven't decided that one yet. I don't think he's ever going to win a Masters, but I mean, you look at the PGA as well. I mean, Quill Hollow uh-huh. in 2025. This year it's at Valhalla, Aronimic. I mean, golf courses that he could just take apart there. So yeah. I, I'm not saying he's going to win like three more majors or anything like that, but I think he's good for one possibly good for a second one. And I think it's just, if you could find a bet, just, I know if for anybody listening, if you find a bet this year, Rory McIlroy to win a major championship at like plus 400 or something like that. I'm betting that I'm um, not going to bet huge on it, but I'm just, that's, that's something that I think would be, I'd feel pretty comfortable with, with saying. Yeah. I, I, I think it's this balance where he, wins like three of them or I could see him just not winning another one. Like I think once he wins one, it could for, you know, that term, uh, open up the floodgates, uh, that's so commonly used. I, I, I don't, I don't know, but I could also just see like, he has played so well the last two seasons and to not get one is gotta be disappointing. I just don't know how long that is a sustainable. I mean, he's played a lot. He's played well. Can he keep that up over the next couple of years? Probably because he's that good. Um, I have it over as well. Um, I, I think I, I like him for two more. I, I couldn't tell you where, but there's just so many golf courses and so many setups, uh, major setups that play perfectly into his hands. I do like at the U.S. Open this year where he spoke less, he talked less, and it seemed to be uh, more effective for him. Uh, can't believe Wyndham Clark beat him. Uh, 
but I, I, I do think maybe he learned a little bit about kind of balancing out his involvement with all the tour matters and just try to focus a little bit more on golf. And because um, I, I, again, I really think he cares a lot about his legacy as a golfer as well, not just as a person, but um, I wrote down the last time we did this, we had that, we had it at five and a half majors. I wrote that I said, I go over five and a half majors because it really feels like Rory has unlocked something and he's figured out this major thing going forward. Jesus. I mean, kind of, but didn't, didn't win them. Figured out a way to play well in every one of them, but not win them. Yeah. But don't you think though, that there's, I mean, I, I know he's, he's seasoned and everything like that and played, you know, all these majors for all these years, but you know, I think all these close calls, you know, where he figures out that one final piece. And, and I'm not saying not blaming the press conferences and, and saying all the stuff that he's had to deal with and everything like that. But I think a uh, freer mind and more, more focused on that, maybe getting that killer instinct back when he was a younger, younger fella, you know, might end up, uh, um, you know, being that edge that he needs other than just hitting phenomenal golf shots all the time and, and, you know, not making that bogey or that bad chip or missing that six footer when he doesn't need to miss it. Yeah. I agree. All right, guys, this, uh, we've, we've gone through all the individual guys. I have, I have eight guys in this last category. We're not going to go one by one because we're, we're hitting the mark on, on time here, but I, I've basically set the line for all eight of these guys at a half a major. Um, I just want you to tell me if there's any one or two of them that you definitely feel like would be over the half major. Uh, I have Tommy Fleetwood, Tony Fino, Cameron Young, Sam Burns, Patrick Cantley, Xander Shoffley, and Will Zalatoris all at half a major. Is there anyone that's resoundingly and over for you um, or an under, I guess as well, Zach. And are all those lines appropriate? Should anyone be set at one and a half? I don't know. I don't think so. No, there's somebody you didn't say that I think is going to win a major eventually. I think home is going to win a major. I said, so, him. I said, him. he's in there. He's, I'm sorry. I didn't hear him. Uh, Homa for sure. Um, sure. I think Xander probably does win a major at some point. Um, and it would be difficult for me to say that Cantlay does not win a major at some point. Um, I mean, Cameron Young has the game certainly to win a major, but again, now we're we're starting to talk about giving away sixty majors in a ten-year span, and that's you know difficult to do. Right. Um, but but again, you know, it, the difficulty we have there, I think, is is again, you're asking to to bet against somebody having a great week when they're all good enough to have that great week. So like for me, I would have a little bit more difficulty. Like if we said all of them said at 1.5, can any of them, is anybody above 1.5 in that situation, mm -hmm. which I don't know if they would be, but uh, I would, I would say Homa, uh, I think Xander will win one and I think Cantley will probably win one. It's, it's just it, the one that I probably have the least confidence there is Cantley. Um, mm -hmm. 
But between those three, I think the three of them are are going to probably win one. Homa is the one that I hope for the most. I think Homa, if he wins a couple majors, is just fantastic for the game of golf. So, um, and I'm always going to hold out hope that Ricky someday does win one. But if you had to make me bet, I would say no. But I, I'm I hope he does. I, I really do. Yeah, I didn't even put him on the list. You know, you, it, I saw today Max Homa's birthday, and uh, Twitter put up. A fifty-minute video of his career highlights. So that's what they think of Max Homa. They love Max Homa and his mm-hmm. personality and his promotion of the tour. And, and I think I, I can't think of anyone that doesn't like him. So I think it would be a universally awesome win if he can win a major. Um, Johnny, what about you? Anyone on that list that you're resounding over or under on uh, on the on the half? Well, we know. I mean, Tommy Fleetwood. I mean, I was going to say that's Jesus Christ, man. I mean, unless Tommy Fleetwood, unless he needs like a 63 to win and he's several back and, and comes from behind and posts a number, but God damn. I mean, he had a chance to win the DP world tour title again, the the event today. And he still played pretty good. Shot 68, but you know, the Eagle on 18 and and wiped his driver, but um, him, no, and, and I, can I parlay? Yeah, can I parlay Fleetwood under with Finau under? Because I would, yeah. I would put a lot on that for sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think Big Tone's gonna. He'll win more events and and whatnot, but I just, you know, he just doesn't see it. And and I, we don't give these guys like you got to give them credit because I mean they could all win, and you know they just put it all together and everything like that. But I think with how important and, and all the attention that gets with these majors. It's just, it's tough. One guy, I mean, I, Cam Young, I do like him to win. And I, I actually do like Sam Burns um, to potentially win a major championship. I think a guy who could putt that well. Um, and I, I think if you just see, it's one of the things you just got to put yourself in position to, to win these championships and everything. And, and a guy who putts that good and, and drives it that well, I mean, he fits, the 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 two major check boxes for you know their physical game as far as that as far as winning a championship or a major championship i mean he's won when he gets hot he's he's a he's mm-hmm. he's unbelievable he's like a lot of these guys we don't want to get hot like that so mm-hmm. he's a guy like um yeah Matt, max as well i think we're you know we're, he's a podcast favorite he's a he's a fan favorite i think he's he's a better golfer than than his personality even so it's just a matter of him getting over that hump. And I think that's going to be a big thing. And the guy Homa gets leads and doesn't relinquish them so much that he just has to figure out a way to get up there and get in the good draw on Thursday, Friday and, and get up there. So yeah, there's some guys that could potentially, you know, win some, win some majors, but I think those are, that's a pretty good list as, as far as appropriateness to have that 0.5 because you just never know with these new crop of golfers. I mean, there's so many good college golfers and, and guys on the cusp that, you know, these, they could be wiped off the face of the earth here. You know, some of these guys thinking that we're going to win a major and they hit 35 and then they're, they're, they're done. But Cantley, Cantley and Xander, that's very interesting that you put that lump them in that group. I mean, we, we never would have done that one or two no. years ago, but right. I don't really think so. And, you know, after the Ryder cup and seeing how, they acted and all that other stuff. It's just like, you know, I don't think they really, I don't think it really concerns them. Yeah. 
I'm with you on Cam, Cam Young. I like I like that over like imagine him just striking it like he does, but having a week where he just makes putts. You know, I think back to the open where Brian Harmon won, but Cam hit it every bit as well, if not better. He just didn't make the putts. So I, I do like Cam. Um likewise on Homa. Um I, I, I would still lean to Canley winning a major. But I, I, I just it just feels like when he's on, there's no weaknesses. But it's weird because you get to the first round of a major and he's shooting 74 and then then he backdoors the top ten or top twenty. So I don't know when that's gonna change. Um so yeah, that's that's the guys I feel definitively on. Like Fleetwood, Finau, I just don't see it for whatever reason. There's this this block where they just cannot, they cannot play. At least lately, they're best in, in major tournaments, and I just don't have faith on that and them to, to win one uh, in the next few years. Uh, anything else uh, with with majors with these guys that we need to comment on? I mean, I think we pretty much uh, pretty much took this thing apart. Um, I'm just really fascinated to see where a lot of these guys end up, where they're going to be at three years from now, five years from now, with their major count and. Um, it just feels like there's so many of these guys, 10, 12, 15 guys that are competing to get to two majors, four majors, or six majors, whatever it is. That it's it's really a fun time as a fan to, to watch these. And uh, this is why we're doing this because look, we got to check in every year, 18 months, because this is literally a moving target and things change quickly. And, um, you know, we kind of, Last time we did this, we put we put dirt over Brooks Kepka and he's he's back from the ashes, and now we're talking about him maybe winning seven. So um, it's just fun to always check in on these numbers for sure. Yeah, it's you know it, it has been quite interesting to see where we've kind of come along in one year, you know, and a lot of us have recency bias, and and that's how I think I picked a lot of the majors then, and that's kind of how I felt this time. But you just try to think of it like like Zach has said. 10 times this podcast, there's only four, there's not many majors that they pass out each year. So, you know, it's just one of those things that you keep looking at the numbers and you're like, you know what, winning major championships multiple is so freaking hard to do. And you don't account for Brian Harmon's, Wyndham Clark's, because there's a lot of guys out there that are going to steal one a year or one every two years that, that, you know, you just can't, you can't, can't correlate that into the equation and it just it's so unexpected um and it's gonna it's gonna happen again but uh zach what were you gonna say uh, i would just like to mention that i never pour dirt on brooks Kepka and i never would have <laughs> so i just want that <laughs> i just uh, want that to be stated right yeah. now good for you you're, you're so, better than this yes uh no i'm definitely not better than you guys but uh i just have in I just, for some reason, don't, I'll never count him out. He just has an attitude that everybody seems to dislike, but is monstrous when it comes to majors. So um, I, I think uh, something that is impossible to predict and, and that really will be is we don't know in five years who's going to be coming out that's going to be the next superstar. 
if that's the case. You know, we could have a guy that comes out and has a tiger-like career that wins seven majors in the next five years that we haven't even heard of yet. I mean, obviously unlikely, but it is possible. That would be cool to me if in five years we're talking about a guy that's won like seven majors in five years and they're going to be the greatest ever. That would be awesome to me. I I like, I'm always in the boat of witnessing history. So um, I would like every single person on this list to win 10 more majors if they could, so that they could be considered one of the greatest ever. I just, I want to see the greatest in my lifetime. All right, boys. Appreciate your time, thoughts, and your consideration of of all these numbers. And uh, we'll have to get together the next couple of weeks to talk more, more of the big picture of the golf world. So happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your week, guys. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanks for listening to Your Best Bet. We'll churn out an episode sometime here in the near future and uh, kind of look at some, some other things in the golf world. Uh, appreciate listening. Everyone enjoy your turkey day on Thursday. We'll catch you next time.